0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. Coming up Monday morning at 7.08 at this very time, Monday morning, when we all meet back here, we're talking about another Chiefs Super Bowl victory. Patrick Mahomes, by the way, wins the NFL's MVP award. John, remember, who is the last? And it doesn't happen very often, incidentally, that a player gets named the NFL's MVP, and then days later they play in the Super Bowl. I think it's happened ten times in history. That the oh, NFL MVP has won. The guy we point to, Kurt Warner the Rams in the 1999 season. It was 23 years ago, 1999 season, 2000. He was named MVP, and then they played the Tennessee Titans in the Super Bowl. And one of the greatest. And the whole game was good, by the way. Probably, I, I got to say, top three Super Bowl plays of all time. Mike Jones, shoestring tackle of Antonio Dyson. As he was getting ready to score. And of course, Mike Jones going on to uh, to coach at Lincoln University here in mid-Missouri. Yeah, well, he did. yeah and he was, by the way, uh, he was a really... Uh, Really good, dude. Patrick Mahomes, your favorite thing besides the gaudy stats, Marsh. Your favorite thing about Mahomes? Haircut. Yeah, was, I'll never forget asking Brad Trinago uh, <laughs> several years ago. He, he came in. I think it was end of season. He came, and I don't know if he started or went in for Alex Smith. I, I don't remember the circumstances, but they were interviewing him after the game, and I remember asked, "Who's this, who's this guy with this froggy voice?" <laughs> I, I regret that I ever even asked that question. <laughs> Um, What about you, Houseworth? Favorite thing about Patrick?
1: When I did scoreboards for Texas Tech when he was at uh, Texas Tech University in in Lubbock, uh, he put up numbers nobody knows about because the defense was so bad in that era. He would have won probably two Heismans in that era. Nobody could throw the ball better than him. The arm strength, people don't realize how strong his arm strength is and the ability of him to run in circles. Uh, you know, three or four guys can get him, and he just can elude them. It's just amazing, and I just hope I hope he stays healthy. That's the big thing. One hit can. That's what I worry about.
0: It could be uh, any part, but the leg. That's what I worry about. He says his leg is going to be fine for Sunday, but uh, right. so. And Hannah, didn't you sure. didn't you have an, an injury when you were playing uh, sport? <laughs> that's that, that's com- comparable to what Mahomes had.
2: Yeah, I had a high ankle sprain and I mm. had some like torn ligaments go on with that.
0: How Ouch. long do you recall how long before uh, it was normal?
2: So it was like 6 4 to 6 weeks in a boot, I think, on crutches, and then I did physical therapy and then it didn't heal right, so I had to do surgery a year later and start the process all over again.
0: Mm. Um Big stories happening this morning, Nationwide. Mike Pence has been subpoenaed. I don't know if that's a big thing, but he's been subpoenaed to testify regarding the 2020 election and President Trump's handling at the Times. All the bridges are up this morning. We are going to see some sunshine later today. High of 42. Right now it's um, 32, and I think. Right now, um, parental bill of rights in Jefferson City is moving forward. One of the other things that's uh, happening, and I think this is kind of interesting, as a matter of fact, a headline in a, a local um news outlet and i think it's from k o m u but it's 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 something regarding Board of Curators Mizzou Mm -hmm. uh, meeting, and I think the headline is something like um, Enrollment Cliff. In other words, they're looking at the demographics of America, and they're saying, hey, there's fewer and fewer high school-age kids. What are we going to do about recruitment uh, at Mizzou? This is Choi, Dr. Moon Choi, head of the UM System president, yesterday in that meeting.
1: We're going to hit our peak of high school graduates around 2026, so we're preparing uh, for that shift in the demographics we have to continue to demonstrate that we provide the four universities
0: provide a high quality affordable education so that students can be successful after they graduate Mm. so affordable so and i get they're looking at demos hey there's fewer and fewer kids coming out of high school and not only that i think the real truth of the matter and this is no knock on uh on it's technical schools and more and more people going, oh, I don't have to go to college. Yeah, the relative thing is all,
3: I mean, the, the affordable thing is relative, isn't
1: it? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is. And here's the other SK thing. The affordable thing and the cost, uh, the cost of going to college and the university is, is just, it's gone up significantly since I certainly was in school. The bigger thing is that a lot of people that are in their 20s or 30s, as I see it, Um, are perfectly willing to, even if they have, are married or living with someone, they, they're, they not having kids. And Mm -hmm. that was not some, I mean, in, in the 1970s, when I was growing up, many of the families had three, four, five children. So the demographics he's referring to absolutely has to do with that. However... I did read the full curator report, and the number of admissions has gone up. There's some positive numbers in there as well. But he's looking ahead. I certainly understand that. But uh, you
0: just don't see. I see a lot of people, even that are married, that don't never go uh, and have children. Yeah, and and that's kind of how. And so now we're starting to see how everything changes eventually. That's the only thing that's constant. If you want something that's constant and steady, mm-hmm. it's change. Change is the only thing um, that's constant. It seems, and I don't know the numbers, but it seems like they're constantly raising tuition. And probably not just Mizzou. I'm guessing schools nationwide. But in the, when I, I get confused, when people sit around and scratch their heads, well, why is enrollment down? Why is this happening? Well, <laughs> the cost of going to a four year university. Let's look at that. It's money. It's like when people say, "Hey, what's a good incentive for you to work here?" It's money. It's money. You got to be well, able to. Well, you got to be able to pay yeah. for it. What's well, what's your other incentive if we were to hire you and we're luring you with in, It's money. <laughs> okay. Well, what's your third money? It's money. It's money. It's the same thing. I think when it comes to going to to college, lower the cost. Lower the cost. You'll get more kids to come to your school. Well, yeah, you're I, talking 100000 bucks now
1: to send a kid, live on campus, to go to Mizzou. And I can tell you, in 1989, I'm showing my age here, and this was a big deal at Lindenwood College, which is now Lindenwood University. Dan McLaughlin was three years behind me. We talked about that at the time. But the college tuition was $7,000 per year. People thought that was outrageous, $28,000 for, for uh, four years. But again, that tells you about the inflation. I'm not sure there's an industry anywhere um, that is. that is Seen that kind of an increase outside of colleges and universities. And it's not just Mizzou. It's Lindenwood. Yeah. It's it's every university.
0: They're all dealing with this. Hannah, what's your number? Uh, your number for the cost of your college education. <laughs> a lot. Roughly a lot, yeah. Uh, and it's... Uh, man. But when they say, well, how do we lower the prices. Before we move forward, I, wa- yeah. I do want to mention this really quick. Uh, Monday night, there's was a group of yes. us having dinner at CC City Broiler, no mm-hmm. matter where you are in mid-Missouri. And I mean this because when I when I first, when I I first came back to Missouri seven years ago, people said, CC City Broiler, one of the best steakhouses you'll ever eat at. Mm-hmm. I get all high and mighty. I've eaten at steakhouses from Montana to Idaho, Buffalo steaks in places like Wyoming to Florida and all that stuff. I've had good steak. I know what Wow, it, it really is a good place. Anyhow, um Monday, um mm-hmm. Ashley Yemmel, who owns mm-hmm. Compass Chiropractic, and hangs out with us here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri yes. from time to time, me, her, Marsh, Howsworth, Congressman Billy Long going in for dinner. And as we're sitting there, Dr. Moonshoy happens to come in to CC's, and you hey, he see, you know, how's it going? And we're talking, very affable guy, yes. by the way, super affable guy. And then Eli Drinkwitz comes on and uh, comes in. And so... I said, hey, coach, what's going on? And we sit there <laughs> right at the entrance. We're actually backing up the line into C's <laughs> And start. And as I'm chatting with Eli, it occurs to me, and I haven't shared this reaction with anybody else in the show, I did kind of think, this is odd. Uh, the system president and the coach of the Mizzou football team is here in a private set. I, I thought the- it was neat because... <laughs> when coach drink walked in he walked up to us and said hi and looked over at dr choi and said hi boss <laughs> well and the other thing that was funny i and it could be just my perception my perception was that they're the both they're there and it could be nothing maybe they're just having dinner maybe it's something they do every monday i don't know I sense that they were kind of surprised to see three members from the media there. Like, But that's just my take. I'm yeah. probably in a, wrong.
1: And a congressman, too, a yeah. uh, former congressman. What I, was you know, your take? Uh, my take was, uh, you know, I've seen Coach Drinkwitz at a, uh, mm-hmm. and talked to him at a at donut shop here in town. And uh, he is very, he's very, you know, private, obviously, mm-hmm. and with his family yeah. especially. Um, but th- they were in a, it was not a private dining room. They were right in the middle of a dining mm-hmm. room there. Uh, I took it that they were having a seemed to be having a good time. Obviously, I could, you know, but, but but again, you know, it is possible. And I'm speculating here that the the annual report for the Board of Curators was going to be delivered and football was mentioned. Maybe they were talking about that. I mean, and it wasn't anything negative. It nope. was actually really nope. positive. But it seemed to me they they were laughing over there. They seemed to be having a good time. I think it's I think it's it's good that your system president and football coach are, are out having a chance to talk. So I didn't, I thought it was, and they were
0: talking to, obviously fans were coming over there to talk to him as well. And uh, maybe that's just my suspicious, mind. you know what, now as I say it out loud, maybe they thought the same thing about us. Why are two news directors and a talk show host in mid-Missouri here with a congressman meeting in, by the way, in the back room (laughs) We had no no other room. And of course he was,
1: the congressman was here to do Wake Up Mid-Missouri so, um, Brandon, very very quickly, I know we've had a a couple calls about it, two very quick things, the Whatever this police incident is on 63 in Vandiver, I just got off the phone with joint communications, it has been cleared up. I did reach out to Jeremiah Hunter. He didn't have any information, so I don't know if someone was hit by a car. We've had callers say there was somebody down on the ground, but it's, it's, there's no more police there, so the highway is back open. And one other quick note here that I'm sure you're going to hear more about, Andrew Bailey is, is launching an investigation into the Pediatric Transgender Center at St. Louis Children's Hospital. That will be something, and, and there's apparently an alleged whistleblower. That'll be something I expect will we'll get a lot of news. No, no ties to Columbia or Mid-Missouri, but it's still getting a ton of attention.
0: One of the other things, and we appreciate your text regarding traffic, 874-9390, and that is in the 573 area code. It's always cool to hear from people that are listening furthest away, by the way, from uh, mid-Missouri. We had somebody text us from Honduras this week. They're there on vacationing, uh, vacationing, listening to the apps, the KWOS and the 93.9, the Eagle uh, app thought that was um, really uh, cool. The other thing we're getting on text, so Hannah is in the process of planning her wedding. She's going to be married like eight months from now, and one of the things that came up was wedding showers, and we're, uh, we're wondering, why is it only chicks go to wedding showers and baby showers? How come dudes don't go go to baby showers, and how come we don't go to wedding showers? And we've been getting some really good responses via text at 874-9390. Well,
2: at the very least, why doesn't the groom typically go to the- the shower and why doesn't the father of the baby go, go to, to the, the baby shower? Yeah. At I, the very least.
0: Great questions. One of the responses we got, and I, I love this, uh, and this is, uh, I guess, uh, bridal showers used to be the opportunity for grown married women to teach and fill in the new bride on how to be a good wife.
2: Oh, no.
0: <laughs> to quote unquote tell the secrets. That is why men typically have not been invited to bridal. Showers and the bachelor party was the same thing for men. They went to that went downhill fast. (laughs) Yeah. So and I don't maybe that's accurate. Bridal showers. Now here's how you be a good wife.
2: I could see it. Unfortunately, Um,
0: what's striking your fancy?
2: Well, so we've got David texting us, and he actually said the new thing for baby showers. It's called a daddy diaper day. It's separate from the baby shower where the guys all get together. And David says it's just another day invented so someone can get more gifts.
0: And beer. (laughs) Coming up, we're going to do what I can see a daddy diaper event. It's, yeah, we're going to drink beer.
2: And then you have Darren. He just texted and said, as guys, we don't care about that crap.
0: (laughs) <laughs> coming up, we're going to do What's Hot with Hannah. Oh, coming up, a couple of things I want to tell you about. A very cool story that's happened in mid-Missouri here over the past couple of uh, weeks. Community coming together to help out somebody who has been involved in the community for a long time. We'll give you that story at 7.35. Cousin Andy from uh, our sports station here in the building comes in, joins us from time to time here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Cousin eddie has been. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. What's Hot with Hannah.
2: Can't blame that one on a guest today can you nope (laughs) so valentine's day is coming up in case especially the male audience listening right now didn't know i know we're all very excited for the super bowl sunday um but just remember valentine's day is just a couple days away it's on tuesday
0: don't forget ladies make sure you get your husband your significant other make sure you get them something really nice we don't want this to escape your attention
2: right you could be in the doghouse um, but there's a country overseas that's trying to combat Valentine's Day, and it's India. And, of course, the major religion in India is Hinduism. And so they have decided to name February 14th Hug a Cow Day in the, in the country of India because they want to combat the capitalistic Valentine's Day and they want to make it more of a religious holiday in India.
0: We did that at CC's the other night. (laughs) We did
2: hug some.
0: Oh, no. 8.35, I'm picking you for winner of the week, Marsh.
2: But, yeah, in Hinduism, you know, cows are holy. They don't eat beef. Um, And this is, I guess, the Indian government's way of just trying to combat the western capitalism of Valentine's Day. Go hug a cow day.
0: You know, they're on to something about the capitalistic aspect of uh, uh, that everybody feel oh, we feel guilty. I got to do something for Valentine's Day. I got to do. And maybe it's just a good, you know, it's a good excuse to hey, here's what maybe you We might politely suggest you do once a week anyway, take some time for yourselves or whatever. I got married the second time I got married, got married on a Valentine's Day. Oh, boy. 2004 or 5, I don't remember when it was.
2: You know, I think the people who get the crankiest about Valentine's Day are single people. Really? Yeah.
0: You know what? Talking about India says go hug a cow for Valentine's Day. Last time I hugged a cow, I think I got pink eye as a kid.
2: Oh, delicious.
0: And are you being serious?
2: (laughs) Sure.
0: Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm always I, serious. I don't
2: know whether that's a joke or not. John would never pull our leg.
0: Uh, coming up a few minutes from now, there's something really cool. And I'll tell you this story about uh, getting married on Valentine's Day. Maybe not all it's cracked up to be. Uh,
2: <laughs> Obviously. <laughs>
0: uh, also, very uh, something recently happened here in mid Missouri, and the community came together. I want to share that story with you here on a field. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Punctuation. <laughs> And like tack on a group already
3: in progress. <laughs> but sometimes,
2: like, but sometimes it works out kind of weird because we, we ended up on TV one time and it said, uh, Jets?
0: Uh take a minute. Uh, comedy of Dimitri Martin this morning here on Wake Up Mid Missouri 939 The Eagle and 1045 News Radio 950 KWOS. Chiefs fans, get ready for the big Super Bowl on Sunday. Chiefs defensive lineman Chris Jones, obviously, we talk Kelsey, we talk Mahomes, who snagged the MVP award. And if history is any indicator, I don't know if there's a good thing or a bad thing, Housworth. Uh, it's been uh, 10 players in NFL history have won the MVP award and then go on to win the Super Bowl just a few days uh, mm-hmm. later. So ten, it's happened 10 times, but it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it has, and I'm tra- I'm draw-
1: drawing a blank on the last time it has actually yeah. happened. I am, but I mean, it is it is not easy. It puts a lot no. of pressure on him. Um, people people can't forget Jalen Hurts. Jalen exactly. Hurts was at Alabama and. In- People forget he was 26-2 and two as a starter, and he lost his job, ended up going to Oklahoma and winning a Heisman. But two phenomenal quarterbacks.
0: And then defensive and uh, defensive lineman Chris Jones. We can't forget about the mm-hmm. defense, especially when you're talking about a multi-talented quarterback like uh, like Jalen Hurts. Apparently, he's feeling a little under the weather. As far as we says he's got dry eyes, throat's a little scratchy, so maybe he's getting a cold or something. But hopefully he should be good for... Uh, for sunday there was an interview uh one of the things that happened this year uh, uh applauding the kansas city chiefs fans we have dedicated
1: fans we have fans that spend their christmas spend their um thanksgiving here at the stadium tailgating i mean when you when you have a group of individuals that are dedicated you know and that they put their all into it you know, their support is
0: heavy so he's talking about you man welcome into the show Coming up eight ten, cousin Andy hosts an afternoon talk show on uh, on our sports station. He's going to be here eight ten. He's been collecting some interesting stories from the uh, Super Bowl. Welcome to a feel good Friday edition. of Wake up, Mid Missouri is Brian Hauswitz, John Mars, producer Hannah. My name is Brendan. Rather, really cool story this is one of the reasons we do feel good Fridays. And this happened locally. Fire uh, ravaged a local business, but what happened after that was pretty cool. Want to get that story? But here's what's getting the most traction this morning. Bridges are up, traffic mostly good. It's going to be up to 42 today. I think those are some of the big things that are impacting our world today. And, of course, we're getting ready for the Super Bowl on Sunday. But uh, as Hannah prepares for her wedding, we're talking about wedding showers and stuff like that. And it occurred to us, how come dudes don't go to wedding showers, especially baby showers? Which is a really good question. I had just as much to do with it as she did. How come... <laughs> <laughs> How come? <laughs> I'm not there. Great responses, and this one maybe. And I apologize, but if you uh, heard me uh, uh, giggle uh, during the uh, news and stuff, I was uh, reading a text from Clay. <laughs> one of our one of our texters said. Uh, the reason that it's only women historically that have gone to wedding showers, like the purpose of wedding showers, to show a woman this is how you be a good wife. So the other married girls, they get this newcomer under a wing and say, here's how things work and here's how you be a good wife. And you don't want to have dinner on the table at 515. You need to have it on the dinner table at 530. And here's what you do and all. The, and here's how you iron. And
2: that's really the hist- yeah, historically speaking, it makes sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, Clay says, Well, wouldn't it make more sense to have a married man telling women how to be better wives? <laughs>
2: <laughs> leave, it, leave it to a dude yeah. to mansplain how to be a good wife.
0: 874 <laughs> 9390. Anything else striking your fancy as far as texts are concerned, Hannah?
2: Rick actually had an interesting point. Um, so Rick said, If the couple already lives together, which my fiance and I, we do. What's the point of bridal showers, bachelor parties, or a honeymoon? And I kind of get where he's coming from. What are you doing?
0: Money. I'm doing the Baker Mayfield. Money. (laughs) Money.
1: Money and gifts maybe. I thought you were doing Johnny Manziel there for a second. That's you, I was
0: doing, Johnny Manziel. Wrong Cleveland quarterback. Welcome into the show. Both would work. Feel Good Friday. Glad you are here. One of the reasons we celebrate Feel Good Fridays, we get a lot of the things by nature of what we do here. We cover some very serious topics yes. throughout the week, uh, whether it's things that happen here in mid-Missouri, statewide level, nationally. We get it. We like to stop down a little bit on Feel Good Fridays. Make sure you know some of the big things that are happening, but celebrate things like this, especially when they happen. Happened right here where we live. Uh, Monday morning, January thirtieth, so just a couple of weeks ago, about ten o'clock in the morning, firefighters in Jefferson City called to a well-known business. Uh, U.S. Uh, uh, rents it. And uh, I'll in a high-profile location. A lot of people knew what was going on in U.S. Rancid. They've done a lot in our community uh, over the years. But then what happened after that, man, it makes me smile. Um, I want to welcome in from U.S. Rents Steve Hauser. Steve, thank you so much for joining us on Wake Up Mid-Missouri
3: this morning. So uh, what's happened since the fire, man? Oh, it's unbelievable. Um, not much sleep. Hey, we're there. We're there. It's, you know, 7 o'clock in the morning all the way till, you know, 9 or 10 o'clock at night trying to, you know, make sure that people are taken care of um, for events. My wife is um, an amazing person. She runs the events and wedding department. Um, this morning, she's, she's laundering, you know, linens. But uh, that week, um, we had three massive weddings, three big weddings, and she pulled it off. We negotiated with the insurance companies to pull things out for the brides, make sure weddings were you know taken care of, the events were taken care of, and but that's what we do.
0: So So, who, uh, so it wasn't just the the insurance uh, uh, companies, but apparently like people were coming out of the woodwork here
3: in Mid Missouri to help you out. They really were. I mean, we have so many friends and family and community people that have done everything to get us uh, just to say thank you back to us for everything that we do for the community, but everything the community has come back and said thank you and we want to support you and, in just many, many different ways. Um, the following day, you know, after the fire, we we were just doing little paper tickets because we had no Internet. We didn't have heat. We didn't have plumbing. We'd, we couldn't go to the restroom. You know, uh, we had to go next door um, to Cole County Industries. But what the, what the community did is they, we had food. We had chairs were donated to us. We had a filing cabinet was donated to us. These people just came out of the woodwork, and it was just a beautiful way. I had to uh, you know, get on Facebook and really try to say thank you for, and that was hard to do. It's hard to keep up with all the community people, but it's just, it's heartwarming. It really is. It was a devastating time, but to see the community come out like, like they have, it's just been so heartwarming.
1: Steve, we appreciate you joining us live and, and coming into the studio. Uh, people know, and even in Columbia that drive to work, and many of them do, they know where your business is because it's very visible from Highway 50. But that was a horrible fire. But the other thing about your business, and you're very involved in the community, very very generous with the community as well, but you have stayed in that high-profile location on industrial and that, that's what I'm going to focus on in this question, because as you look up and down industrial over the last 25 years, unfortunately, we've seen businesses go away, close down. You're still there. It sounds like you're, you're committed to staying in that location.
3: We, we, we really are. Uh, back in the 1930s, that used to be, uh, it, it was a family business. It still is the family business. And so my wife's uh, great uncle and her grandfather started a, it was a roofing and sheet metal uh, company there. And then. In the 50s, um, one of the brothers heard about, you know, how, you, how rental is, is a big thing, where you could rent a hammer, you could rent, you know, something. And so, basically, the rental, rental uh, part of the business uh, flourished, roofing was flourished, and they had to split ways. And where, uh, one went over to uh, in Apache Flats, and, uh, and then uh, HP, uh, Hugo Genches actually stayed in that location. And we have been there ever since.
0: All right, This is Steve Hauser, U.S. Rents. He's here this morning because I think it's just a really cool story in Mid-Missouri on a Feel Good Friday. Uh, Well-known in the community and uh, fire, and it was throwing not just his business, but then you've got people who, like Hannah, who's been planning her wedding forever. And then right before, right, you know, after that fire, there's supposed to be weddings and stuff, community coming together to help this dude out. I think a really cool story. He's joining us this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri.
3: Steve, walk us through that morning. You were at work. It was about 10 that morning. And then I guess the second side of that, what have you heard from the fire marshal's investigators? Sure. So that morning, it was a, I remember it well, and I'll never forget it. 10.07, I'm on the phone with uh, Stephanie Johnson with the Special Learning Center, just going over. I'm president of the operating board there. We're just going over some a few things for a meeting coming up. And all of a sudden, I'm on the second floor. All of a sudden, the my tiles, I guess the heat from underneath were... Uh, releasing the glue and so the tiles started popping and I'm telling you John, it, it was amazing I just I hung up on her ma- let's say accidentally, <coughs> something was going on I knew something was wrong so I ran out of my office and all of a sudden the tiles all the way down the event center all started popping as well um, I ran outside wanted to get everybody outside we weren't sure what it was uh, one of our individuals, uh, the small engine shop guy came around and he said there's a fire downstairs, I turned around I saw the fire starting to come up through the floor. So I ran back in because the helium tanks were sitting right there. They were all chained up in that area. Wow! I had to get them out of there. Um, We were gonna have explosions. So I ran in, got the four helium tanks, rolled them out. And then uh, at that time, the JCPD and firemen, they were there within, I literally, about three minutes from that Bolivar High Street uh, location. And they ordered us. (laughs) ordered me out <laughs> get out
0: so. and that's why we do that's, uh, you know we talk about these first responders uh, uh, you know, the firefighters 911 operators law enforcement EMTs I'm excited about the first responder support event coming up next Thursday night you can get on their website because they're supporting first responders beyond what typically like what HR can do for somebody who's in a position of uh, a first responder more info on their website first supportnet okay so I think we've and Steve thank you so much for coming in. So we've covered the community, um, and I love that because there's a song from the Beatles years ago. My dad would tell me, and at the end of the the, and I can't remember the song, but the 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 line at the end of the song is the love that you take is equal to the love that you make in other words you put it out there you put good stuff out there and guess what you get back in life you get good stuff back and i believe that and that's what's happened here so we've covered the community we've covered the investigation we have covered what happened on the morning of that fire at u.s runs in jefferson city on january 30th uh, hannah do you have any questions
2: yes yeah, steve i was just wondering do you guys have the big lighted marquee letters that I've been looking for
0: for her wedding?
3: <laughs> for her wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Anna. <laughs> uh, I will tell you this, Hannah. we we don't have them sitting there, but my wife uh, she always tells me, "You take care of the paperwork, I'll take care of the pretties." Uh, <laughs> she gets everybody lined up and makes sure that they know where to get it. We have resources to get those items, and so we take care of everybody. Yeah.
2: Well, and I will say, I I actually messaged the U.S. Rinse at Facebook page. The day after the fire and before I had heard about the fire um, and you guys are still, you know, getting with potential customers. You know, I got some messages late night, nine, ten o'clock at night. So I know that you guys are busting it to try to get everybody helped.
3: Hannah, that was me. I'm the one oh. that uh, responded.
2: <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. I
3: tried well, thank to keep... you,
2: Steve. I appreciate it. I had a lot of questions, and you were very patient with me.
3: You, you said, and just one more. And it's, <laughs> I, you just bring it on. We, we, that's what we're here for. We're here to take care of uh, <laughs> our, our, our clients, our potential clients, and that's what we want the community to know is we are open. And we are open for business, and we're taking care of everybody.
0: Steve, we got to move forward. Running out of time here. Thank you so much. Will you do me a favor and forward the conversation that you and Hannah had? I would like to see that. Please. <laughs> uh, Steve, uh, Steve uh, Hauser, U.S. Rent, at Jefferson City, thank you so much for joining us. This
1: is Wake Up Mid-Missouri
0: with Brandon Rathard.
3: Metrics, to help us articulate the metrics by which we will then measure our success in real time.
0: I don't understand that, but made us laugh this week. And I think it's cool (laughs) on a feel-good Friday. That's uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, And she did it again yesterday. She's talking about, electric. because they, they want you. They are going to force you to buy electric. And any chance they get uh, to hype this stuff. And by the way, I'm not a fan of these electric vehicles. I don't lie. I'm, especially, I'm not a fan of the fact that the government wants you. They're going to make you. They're going to twist your arm. They're going to incentivize people. Well, you're not going to do, listen, these people that do, the progressives say, these people that do what we want them to do, we're giving them money in, in the way of tax breaks. When you buy the things that we want you to buy. It's complete and utter uh, BS. So she's hyping electric vehicles. I had the opportunity to take a look at one of the buses that is being built in this factory.
3: It is a model of American innovation. No exhaust. No diesel smell. The bus has Wi-Fi. And even USB outlets next
2: to every seat. I mean, come on, imagine... You can charge your phone on your way home from work. That's good stuff.
0: (laughs) I I don't think she got the reaction that she was hoping for as somebody who is speaking from experience. On a regular basis, I do stuff, and I don't get the reaction that I thought I was going to get.
2: Especially back in the day when you were doing stand-up comedy, right? Oh, my gosh. And that's, listen,
0: uh, I've had this feeling before. That's good stuff. (laughs) 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 Cricket. Yeah, I've had that more than once, so I don't do it anymore. Um, but when Stephanie Ball is back here on Monday, so she's talking, my God, can you believe there's a USB port on an electric bus? Can you believe you can get Wi-Fi? Um, uh, ask Stephanie when she's back on Monday about flying in a fossil-fueled jet, by the way. About Wi-Fi at 35,000. We can do these things. I can get onto a flight from Columbia to Dallas or from Columbia to Chicago. I can plug my phone in and charge it. I can get on and do the Internet. But somebody's going to hear that. Did you hear what the vice president said? These electric buses come on. You can charge your phone. You can charge your phone in your gasoline-powered car right now. Wow. Your 10 year old gasoline powered car. My 17 year old gasoline. I've got a gasoline powered car almost as old as producer Hannah this morning. Coming up, cousin Andy is going to be here. Uh, he hosts an afternoon show on our sports station, KTGR. He's got some interesting stories from the Super Bowl and what happens when you're doing an internet search, you know, like texts, like you might tell somebody hey, that was a great pick, PIC, and you mess up the letters and you send up, end up sending something. Whoops, I didn't mean to send that.